The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 295 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Shauna Kermitsky. Thanks, Shauna. Thank you. Thank you. So, today we are going to be discussing uh, our favorite character moments throughout the books since, oh, I'm going to read this, since Tiffany talked for five years about Dumbledore. (laughs) 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 Tiffany is not allowed to talk in this episode. (laughs) You can just react. I'll react. All right. So, make sure that you've read all those books, you've listened to Teep Takeover, and you're ready to uh, flim flam your way through the details. Um. And what does that mean? Flim flam is a funny verb that you can use instead of swindle or cheat. Oh, very good for a Slytherin heavy up. <laughs> so why do they call flim flams flim flams in Diagon Alley? Maybe because what are flim flams? It's Diagon the Alley? light shop. The who? The maybe, light shop. You like it's... cast a spell and make it light up in the back of Diagon maybe... Alley. Is it fake light? Mm, maybe it's cheating fire. You're using mm. electric instead of fire. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the weekly perfect news. Um, so short and sweet, but Harry Potter the Exhibition has announced its next location and it will be opening in Macau, China. I don't crazy. I don't cool. believe that they um have announced like a, a date yet. Um, it's in New York City right now in Paris, and it just says coming soon to Macau, China. So exciting! Hold on, I'm gonna click learn more. Is there more? I hope. Is that... there more to learn besides location? <laughs> oh yes. Okay, change language. I was like, I'm not gonna. It just says coming to Macau, Asia okay. Pacific premiere. So cool. Date That's and location fun. to be announced. So yeah, keep an eye out on that. That's super awesome. If we, by some crazy chance, have listeners there, I'd love to hear if you go. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be great. Um, So please make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, they may too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. 
If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. We are always accepting Potter stories or if you just want to send us any fun things, questions, or concerns, you can send those to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Very well read. Meg, you just delivered it professional. Nice. Even when Fozzie was pawing at a plastic bag, he was like, this is in my way. Push, I got push in his claws on his push. It's time for the weekend. Thanks, Fuzz. I didn't write this recap. Meg wrote it for me. No, don't call me out like that. I'm going to write it verbatim. I'm going to read it. I just said write it. I'm going to read it verbatim. Also, you can tell Meg did it because it's in bold. <laughs> and there's and there's many caps. Should I shout for and you spelled caps? weren't wrong. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I typed it two seconds. Ago, okay. are hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tiffany talked for hours and hours about Dumbledore. So much we weren't even allowed to talk about our favorite <laughs> characters. <laughs> she just stole the episode from us. It was the Teeth Show. Teeth show in all caps. You should be so lucky <laughs> <laughs> to get a teeth show. Oh, oh my it was God. wonderful. I also just want to say because Tiffany called me out on my Hermione notes last episode, we removed yours. It was ten pages of notes on Dumbledore. <laughs> so how many are is how many are yours? About ten. <laughs> <laughs> are you all real? <laughs> I'm just saying you shouldn't have called me out. It was basically the same as yours. That's fair. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. Um, so today's summary is that I am going to be talking about my favorite moments of Hermione from the books. Maybe one, we'll get to Katie. <laughs> one Maybe. six. And hopefully Katie will be talking about Remus. I have her favorite three moments. pages of notes. <laughs> well, okay, but to be fair, yes. Remus is in less of the books. Which is crap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I might be editing some of these as I go to remove some because we there's a lot. So, yes, um, we are on time crunch. <laughs> yeah. So are okay. we getting ice cream? No, but no. we're not in time. crunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did talk about Taylor Swift yesterday for over an hour with Ezra. You're correct. Our Felix files coming out in June is going to be <laughs> me. Basically me and Ezra talking about Taylor Swift while Lottie and Katie sat there. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, Hermione is who I chose. I Hermione is definitely like. I think my second favorite and like we all know Lily is my favorite, but like, what, are you what am I going to talk about? So it's That's Hermione. Canon. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to start with Hermione, um, our introduction of her, because it's just such a cute moment and I love it. And a lot of this is just going to be me pulling quotes from the book um so here we go are you sure that's a real spell said the girl mm -hmm. well it's not very good is it i've tried a few simple spells just for practice and it's all worked for me nobody in my family's magic at all it it was ever such a surprise when i got my letter but i was ever so pleased of course i mean it's the very best school of witchcraft there is i've heard i've learned all our course books by heart of course i just hope it will be enough i'm hermione granger by the way who are you <laughs> 
like, just if this person. The perfect introduction to her. You could just like, she's just like rattling, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like Tolkien describing a tree, right? She's just going. Like, going, was that going, one going. Si- It was one sentence. Oh, I would just be like, I'd be like, hello. Yeah, I'm Megan. Um, Okay, and then I thought that the next important part of Hermione and Sorcerer's Stone was the moment with the troll, because that is the start of their friendship. We all know that Harry and Ron are not super kind. Well, mostly Ron is not kind to her before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the, the moment that they became friends. Hermione, however, stood alone by the door waiting for them. There was a very embarrassed pause. Then, none of them looking at each other, they all said, thanks, and hurried off to get plates. But from, the, but from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. There are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other, and knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll is one of them. I love <laughs> that story of them. Like, yeah. I just love how they became friends. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just fate, you know? Like, it just happened. Then you're just friends. (laughs) Like, literally, you cannot experience that and then not, like, ever talk to that person again, you know? Right. Like, what if they're, like, in their sixth year and be like, you know that girl over there? Like, we fought a mountain troll. Right? You're like, (laughs) no, that is definitely the start of a very important friendship. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Thank God they made friends because... (laughs) Can you imagine? They wouldn't know. Harry'd be dead. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then this is one of my favorite moments of Hermione. um, And it's at the very end when they are going through the puzzle of sorts that Dumbledore's created for them. (laughs) Wild times, man. Um, And it's okay. So they are in the potions room. um, And like they're almost to Voldemort. Or they think Snape in this moment. Mm. Um, and they say, who's with him? Well, I was lucky. Wait, why does it say that? Okay, well, I was lucky once, wasn't I? Said Harry, pointing at his scar. I might get lucky again. Hermione's lip trembled, and she suddenly dashed at Harry and threw her arms around him. Hermione! Harry, you're such a great wizard, you know. I'm not as good as you, said Harry, very embarrassed as she let go of him. Me, said Hermione, books and cleverness. <laughs> there are more important things, friendship and bravery. And oh, Harry, be careful. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry. Oh, Harry. <laughs> oh, be man. careful. Oh, my um, God. I just love that moment. It's like, it's like those three moments, I think, are just like full circle of like her growth through the first book Mm, totally Mm -hmm. getting from like i am basically word vomiting on you to (laughs) friendship and bravery are the most important things and like harry you have them and you're my best friend please be careful and not taking over the situation i feel like she's very take charge but yeah but she was like no this is you yeah and and lets him go she's 11 my heart and she does that like that's just what were you doing at 11 playing pokemon i was reading harry potter <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think i was at 11 um you were probably a, i was probably playing a pokemon. little bit older i was in six, six i don't know well now i don't know i i really wish i could remember the first time i read it i know you know i just don't i wish that i had read it just like right before we went to go see the movies so that I could have created the characters in my head myself and then like had something to compare. Yeah. But like in my head, it was always Dan Rupert. 
Dan Rupert and Emma. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. Chamber. She's not in it a bunch, but she's got some great moments. She's sleeping a lot. She is sleeping a lot. <laughs> um, so Lockhart. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. So she does. This is like where he made he quizzed them all. <laughs> and this is Lockhart speaking. But Miss Hermione Granger knew my secret ambition is to rid the world of evil and market my own range of hair care potions. Good girl. In fact, he flipped her paper over. Full marks. Where is Miss Hermione Granger? Hermione raised a trembling hand. Excellent. Quite excellent. Take 10 points for Gryffindor and so to business. And I said, I think that that is just like a really cool introduction to like what they end up using that relationship for, which is to get access to the restricted section. That's diabolical. Yes. And I'm here for it. (laughs) I truly think this is one of the first because like we've said it. We there's lots of moments where like we talk about how Hermione does questionable things. Right. You don't Lockhart. Duping Lockhart into signing a permission form for the room of requirement. (laughs) Room of requirement. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) is this the the start of her escapades? Maybe. I mean, well, lying about the troll is also maybe the start of it. I think. Yeah, I think that could be. Um, So she says, uh, Professor Lockhart, I wanted to to get this book out of the library just for background reading. But the thing is, it's in the restricted section of the library, so I need a teacher to sign for it. I'm sure it would help me understand what you say in Gadding with Ghouls about slow-acting venoms. This is so much better than when she goes into Borgen and Burks and she's like, how's that weather, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I like that guy right there. Like, how did how did she go from this to that, though? Because <laughs> that was scary. She clearly. Yeah, Maybe. I guess that's more real. This was like, a, yeah, I just need a potions book. Silly. <laughs> um, I just put a big LOL to that whole moment. Like, it just makes me laugh. Um, and also. She gets a card from him when she's in the hospital. Sleeps with it under a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that screams younger Tiffany. Oh my Lanta. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It's just so it's so funny. Um, so obviously we know though, she played like the most important role in chamber even while sleeping. Yeah. She solved it all. So it goes. So it goes. Harry wasn't looking at Hermione's face. He was more interested in her right hand. It lay clenched on top of her blankets and bending closer. He saw that a piece of paper was scrunched inside her fist of the many fearsome beasts and monsters that roam our land. There is none more curious or more deadly than the basilisk known also as the king of serpents. The snake, which may reach gigantic size and live many hundreds of years, is born from a chicken's egg hatched beneath a toad. Its methods of killing are most wondrous, for aside from its deadly and venomous fangs, the basilisk has a murderous stare, and all who are fixed with the beam of its eye shall suffer instant death. Spiders flee before the basilisk, for it is their mortal enemy, and the basilisk flees only from the crowning of the rooster." which is fatal to it. And beneath this, a single word had been written in a hand Harry recognized as Hermione's pipes. It was as though Hermione had just flicked a light on in his brain. Ron, he breathed. This is it. This is the answer. The monster in the chambers, a basilisk, a giant serpent. Maggie, you said crowning of the rooster. 
Did I really? <laughs> crowing. I was thinking of the crowning. <laughs> the crowning. Yeah, crowning. It just made me laugh. <laughs> we now crown the cock a doodle doo. I'm just saying it. it was really hard for me to read all of that. You did really good. Thanks. We love you. Crowning. It's Dang. fine. Cockadoodle doo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that episode title sticks. There's still time. <laughs> there is still time. There is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Our best moments are when people don't say things the oh, right way. Alice Caban was born out of True. me not being able to pronounce things. So can we now have a joke going forward where we crown people of the rooster? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Prisoner of Azkaban. She's got some fun moments. Uh, first of all, and very importantly, is we get Crookshanks. Yes. So... I'm just going to read the moment that we find out that she got this beautiful cat. Where's Hermione? Probably getting her owl. They made their way back up the crowded street to the magical menagerie. As they reached it, Hermione came out, but she wasn't carrying an owl. Her arms were clamped tightly around the enormous ginger cat. Who bought that monster? (laughs) (laughs) You bought that monster. (laughs) (laughs) Who bought that monster? Gosh darn it. (laughs) Who wants this cat? (laughs) You bought that monster? Said Ron, his mouth hanging open. He's gorgeous, isn't he? Said Hermione, glowing. That's me and Katie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So just like for some backstory, literally moments before this, this cat tried to eat scabbers. So like rightfully so. Foreshadowing. Rightfully so. Crookshanks knows what's up. Mm -hmm. Crookshanks knew. Um... That was a matter of opinion, thought Harry. The cat's ginger fur was thick and fluffy, but it was definitely a bit bow-legged, and its face looked grumpy and oddly squashed, as though it had run headlong into a brick wall. Now that Scabbers was out of sight, however, the cat was purring contentedly in Hermione's arms. Oh, I love that she got a cat. A wicked. A ginger cat. So cute. Um, And then this, this is such... I love this moment. So we know we talked a little bit about how Harry, Ron and Hermione, Harry and Ron can like they help Hagrid. They definitely like they value their friendship with Hagrid. But like they help him so much differently than Hermione does. Yes. Like all that stuff with like the hearing and whatever, like Harry and Ron wouldn't have been able to do that. So I love that they use their um, gifts, I guess. We all have gifts. Right. Um, in different ways to help him. Yeah. Yeah. Like Harry is the one who's always thinking to include him. Right. Whether it be like, let's go and see him. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let Hagrid know this or that. But Hermione is the one. What does Ron do for him? Ron helped him with Norbert. I mean, he got bit, but he did go and like feed Norbert and stuff with him. Ron just. I think, I think Ron's it. kind of like dragged into the situation <laughs> yeah. if you will because like and i i don't blame him for being afraid of literally no. most things that go on because if you think about like the fall of the spider situation if you think about norbert um he was he's always Harry. a little hesitant <laughs> yeah 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 you know that's just Ron's give me if sometimes. discord if our discord patrons can think of ways that ron like mm. He gives Hagrid updates on Charlie. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah. That's helpful. What? How how many? (laughs) I mean, it is Ron who connects him with Charlie to help Norbert. Okay, one way first book. Give me more. I need more. It's not that I don't love Ron. I just, I I want to remember (laughs) all the good stuff. (sighs) So helping Hagrid with Buckbeak. This is a huge moment that I just I love for Hermione so Hagrid because Hagrid and Hermione okay so hold on this is Ron is mad at Hermione because of the whole Scabbers Crookshank situation so they're like not talking right now because he thinks that Crookshanks killed Scabbers I think right yeah Mm -hmm. so Hermione and Hagrid have been spending time together because Ron won't spend time with Hermione and she's been helping Hagrid with the trial so he so Hagrid goes I got something to discuss with you two sitting himself between them and looking uncharacteristically serious. What, said Harry. Hermione, said Hagrid. What about her, said Ron. She's in a right state, that's what. She's been coming down to visit me a lot since Christmas, been feeling lonely. Mm. First you weren't talking to her because of the firebolt. Now you're not talking to her because her cat ate scabbers, Ron interjected angrily. Because her cat acted like all cats do, Hagrid continued doggedly. she's cried a fair few times you know going through a rough time at the moment bitten off more than she can chew if you ask me all the work she's trying to do still found time to help me with buckbeak's case mine she's found some really good stuff for me reckon he'll stand a good chance now haggard we should have helped as well sorry harry began awkwardly i'm not blaming you said haggard waving harry's apology aside god knows you've had enough to be getting on with i've seen you practice practicing quidditch every hour of the day and night but i gotta tell you i thought you two valued your friend more than broomsticks or rats that's all i mean Mm. you i do think too like the whole okay so one of my favorite things about hermione is like her activism Mm-hmm. And I think that like helping him with this case with Buckbeak kind of was like the start of it because Goblet is when we really start to get into her activism. Yes. And I think that like finding this like legal stuff for him, I wonder if that kind of like spewed this thought process for her and turned her into the Hermione that we see going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then she becomes minister. Exactly. It's like. It's like this domino effect, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. she I don't know. I love it because uh, who says to her like she should go into magical law? Is it Scrimger? It is Scrimger. Yeah. So in seven, she's like, no, I want to do something good in the world. Do some good in the world or something like that. I just love her. Um, one of the best moments of prisoner decking Malfoy in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Should we hit each other? No. But she it happened. slaps him. But it happened. Yeah. Look at him blubber. Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle had been standing just inside the castle doors listening. Have you ever seen anything quite as pathetic, said Malfoy, and he's supposed to be our teacher. Harry and Ron both made furious moves towards Malfoy, but yeah. Hermione got there first. Smack! She had slapped Malfoy across the face with all the strength she could muster. Malfoy staggered. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that is just like a super VA moment. I mean, VA Malfoy moment. was being horrid. That was awful. 
you don't I'm, like I it's that okay we're not making excuses for somebody hitting somebody else because yes we know no. in our right minds that you're not supposed to do that that's not the reaction you're supposed to have but people are human and sometimes can't channel emotions in the most well thought out way and you just do what you do it's kind of like when I ask James for a kiss and he goes to kiss me and he gets so excited that he ends up biting me. Right. <laughs> he has big yeah. feelings and he can't control them. Right. <laughs> right. And she's been through it this year. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's Absolutely. Wits end. Absolutely. Yeah, she's gone through a lot. Um, okay. Goblet. We're getting there. We're getting there. So I just thought a little introduction of her, like figuring out, finding out who Crumb was, was a little bit important. <laughs> so Ron, Crumb, said Ron quietly. What, said Hermione? Crumb, Victor Crumb, the Bulgarian seeker. He looks really grumpy, said Hermione, <laughs> looking around at the many crumbs, blinking and scowling at them. <laughs> looks really grumpy. You um, like grumpy things, though. Crookshanks looks grumpy. True. Ron and can be likes grumpy. Crumb enough to uh, make out with him. <laughs> Oh, you know she does okay so one of my favorite moments is SPW barf inside were about 50 badges (laughs) all of different colors but all bearing the same letters S-P-E-W spew said Harry picking up a badge looking at it what's this about not spew said Hermione impatiently it's S-P-E-W stands for the society for the promotion of elfish welfare Never heard of it, said Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course you haven't, said Hermione briskly. I've only just started it. Yeah, said Ron in mild surprise. How many members have you got? Well, if you two join, three, said Hermione. And you think we want to walk around wearing badges saying spew, do you, said Ron? S-P-E-W, said Hermione hotly. (laughs) I was going to put stop the outrageous abuse of our fellow magical creatures and campaign for a change in their legal status. It wouldn't fit. So that's that the heading beautiful. of our manifesto. That was, <laughs> that was so, so well nice. read. That was spot on. Truly, though, Hermione, like you could have picked something else that didn't spell spew. Yeah. It's catchy, Katie. I think it's just perfect because um, of her relationship with Ron. And he, yeah. he definitely capitalizes on that. Why isn't it ELF, Elfish Liberation Federation? For liberating Katie. federation. She needed a marketer. She, <laughs> <laughs> she what is wait, all I can think of is the Santa Claus. What are they called? What's the elf team called? Oh my god. Uh, elves with attitude. With yeah. attitude? What are they called? Oh I'm gonna look it up. Ow! Oh man. Okay. Yo ball. Oh my gosh. Look at Fozzie. He's so cute. Fuzzy. Oh, Fuzzy. 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 So we all know the moment with the Yule Ball. She is going with Crumb. She gets herself all dolled up. And she has her stare moment. Which is amazing. Her stare moment. <laughs> Kiss me. yes katie it stands for the effective liberating flight squad yes (laughs) yes as jill says she's cinderella in this moment um i just i like that moment i think that it is good for her it is and also 
Harry and Ron's reaction to her going with Crumb is just well. Okay. Is well. Okay. <laughs> uh one of the more controversial Hermione moments in the entire series is Rita. <laughs> And this happens. Are we on a first name basis? (laughs) (laughs) And this happens at the end of Goblet, as we know. So I love this moment. Okay. Oh, Rita hasn't written anything at all since the third task, said Hermione in an oddly constrained voice. As a matter of fact, she added, her voice now trembling slightly, Rita Skeeter isn't going to be writing anything at all for a while. Not unless she wants me to spill the beans on her. What are you talking about? said Ron. I found out how she was listening in on private conversations when she wasn't supposed to be coming onto the grounds, said Hermione in a rush. Bugging, said Hermione happily. But you said they didn't work. Oh, not electric bugs. Not electronic bugs. <laughs> electric bugs. <laughs> what is Maybe the electric? I am a bug. What's the electric Pokemon that's a bug? It's like yellow. Electabuzz. There's a spider. Electabuzz is what I was thinking. Oh, I thought you were talking about the spider. What spider? There's an electric spider and I can't remember his name. I can picture it. Spider Pokemon. Electronic grounds at the bottom of this. Oh, Joltik and Galvantula. Joltik. Is it Joltik? Those aren't real. No, he's yellow. Oh. He's cute for a spider. For a spider. (laughs) Oh, not electronic bugs, said Hermione. No, you see, Rita Skeeter. Hermione's voice trembled with quiet triumph. (laughs) She's just like been waiting. She literally has been waiting to tell somebody about this. Is an unregistered animagus. She can turn. Hermione pulled a small sealed glass jar out of her bag into a beetle. You're kidding, said Ron. You haven't. She's not. Oh, yes, she is, said Hermione happily, brandishing the jar at them. Poor Rita, she's like, look, <laughs> shaking the jar. Oh, Inside my God. were a few t- twigs and leaves and one large fat beetle. That's never, you're kidding, Ron whispered, lifting the jar to his eyes. No, I'm not, said Hermione, beaming. I caught her on the windowsill in the hospital wing. Can you imagine that moment of like, I bet Hermione saw her and like her mind just like whizzed. Oh. Yes. And was like, oh, my God, where does she just like conjure a jar? Pop her in there. Rita would never have seen it coming. No. Is it questionable? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Is it still a good moment? I think so. I, I think agree. so. <laughs> also, this is fiction. Nobody <laughs> yeah. is putting people as right. bugs in jars. <laughs> so can we not? As long yeah. as she poked holes in the top. I mean, what's the, what's the problem? She was feeding her. There were twigs and leaves in there. I mean, come on. Hold on. When you're, <laughs> Question. When you're an animagus, do you like crave the food that that form eats? Or like, are you able to eat it even <clears> if maybe you don't like it? So like, probably yeah, like if you're a bug, would you eat like? That like, kind of vegetation or something. I don't think she'd be out here eating a burger <laughs> as a beetle. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine? I don't think their systems could handle it. Guys, yes, that's absolutely kidnapping. We are not condoning it, but oh. you know. <laughs> For sure. She did it. So, yeah. Um, yep. Okay. Yep. Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Some more questionable Hermione Granger activities. Oh, boy. So first of all, I just want to say, honestly, the creation of the Dumbledore's army parchment being like enchanted as questionable as it is, it's also freaking genius. Okay, so she says, well, and you can 
you can sort of hear it since we now know that it's enchanted. You can hear it in Hermione talking. It's in the plan. That she's about to make you sign a contract. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's not explicitly stating that. So it says, right, well, we'll try to find somewhere, said Hermione. We'll send a message round to everybody when we've got a time and a place for the first meeting. She rummaged in her bag and produced parchment and a quill, then hesitated, rather as though she was stealing herself to say something. I, I think everybody should write their name down, just so we know who was here. Also, but I also think she took a deep breath that we all ought to agree not to shout about what we're doing. So if you sign, you're agreeing not to tell Umbridge or anyone else what we're up to. So silence. <laughs> I mean, that is a contract. It is. Yeah. You, you're right. Now that you reread it, you can tell she's you're like, like there's she's some like, magic in it. The whole like. She hesitated mm -hmm. as though she's trying to figure out what she wants to say, mm -hmm. because to maybe the enchantment she put on it needs to be activated uh, by like what she says. Yeah. Kind of like the Marauder's Map or something. Right. Yeah. So she's like, OK, I'm laying out the terms right now. So mm -hmm. she was like trying to figure out what to say. Nobody raised objections after Ernie, though. Harry saw Cho's friend give her a rather repro reproachful look before adding her name. When the last person Zacharias had signed, Hermione took the parchment back and slipped it carefully into her bag. There was an odd feeling in the group now. It was as though they had just signed some kind of contract. You that did. odd feeling is magic. Right? That's like the binding of the magical contract. I think maybe. Uh. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... Wait a minute. Did she create the the consequence for breaking the contract or is yes. that just magic itself i, I oh know. i'm pretty sure she didn't because if you think about the extreme of the triwizard cup and the binding magical contract if you think about the extreme of the uh unbreakable vow mm -hmm. what if it's just magic doing whatever what if she didn't know what it would do it's possible <gasps> Maybe she just knew that there would be a consequence that wasn't life threatening. Yeah. What happens if you don't compete in the Triwizard? Is it death too? I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't think that they ever like have done it, so they don't know what the consequence is. Just, okay. That's an interesting. interesting question, though. Mm -hmm. mm. So more brilliant magic from Hermione, though, is the coins. I think that sneak could be magic itself, though, because if what if the, what she's saying and how she's enchanting this piece of paper into a contract, what if it. I mean, magic itself feels sentient and like it knows what's going on and it can reveal itself and in, it, in ways and it knows that Marietta went out of her way. What mm -hmm. if it just chose its own consequence for whatever that person did That's and marietta true. was a sneak about it so it wrote sneak yeah what if because it wanted like, to be funny and it wrote like poop on her face i feel like magic like is that way <laughs> oh, yeah. but like if somebody had rather them out in a different way maybe the consequence would have been different is or, that, that's what you're consequence right? would have been different or it would have written something different right you know i yeah. don't know if she's like putting into this as she's creating this enchantment like Right, sneak and pustules that right. won't go away for years, or maybe not at all on whoever's hat. You know what I mean? Yeah, hmm. it's just a thought. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's she didn't know that she knew there would be a consequence, but she didn't know what it could be. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. It's just a thought. Huh? 
Okay. The coins. So I love this. And I also love how they come back into the picture in Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows. Mm -hmm. So Hermione soon devised a very clever method of communicating the time and date of the next meeting to all the members in case they needed to change it at short notice because it would look so suspicious if people from different houses were seen crossing the Great Hall to talk to each other too often. She gave each of the members of the DA a fake galleon. You see the numerals around the edge of the coins, Hermione said, holding one up for examination at the end of their fourth meeting. The coin gleamed fat and yellow in the light from the torches. On real galleons, that's just a serial number referring to the goblin who cast the coin. On these fake coins, though, the numbers will change to reflect the time and date of the next meeting. The coins will grow hot when the date changes, so if you're carrying them in a pocket, you'll be able to feel them. We take one each, and when Harry sets the date of the next meeting, we'll change the numbers on this coin. On his coin, and because I've put a pro protein charm on them, they'll all change to mimic his. I'm going to look up exactly what that is. It's freaking ingenious. And yeah, so basically, Terry Boot is just like so impressed that she can cast the yeah. protein charm. Yeah. Um, and then I think, is it protein? 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 I don't know how to say. I feel that. like I always said it would be a, it would be a long e, protein, protein charm. When two vowels go walking, Megan, the first one does the talking. So it'd be protein, like you're meeting protein. Mm. But also a word I don't know, <laughs> so it could be a different pronunciation. Um, let's see. Okay, and then the, the last thing is lying to umbridge is so ba at the end of this book oh yeah she did a great job and even like the way that she like acts it out so she goes i i'm sorry everyone but i can't stand it that's right that's right girls at umbridge seizing hermione by the shoulders thrusting her into the abandoned chintz chair and leaning her over now then with whom was potter communicating just now well gulped hermione into her hands well he was trying to speak to professor dumbledore and we know she goes on to tell them about how tell Umbridge about how like a weapon is ready and then she's going to go show it to her. And it's just to delay time. Yeah. She just literally on a whim came up with all of this and it literally like changed the course of the ending of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just awesome in that way. She really is. She knows exactly what she's doing. And then I actually kind of I kind of had trouble pulling moments for Half Blood Prince. It's very Harry centered. Yeah. So it was it was really just you know, the keeper tryouts. I think is is like a cute moment where she like really wants Ron to get it so she can funds McLagan. Mm-hmm. Um, however, then because Ron gets on the Quidditch team, uh, the the whole Ron and Lavender thing happens, and that makes her big sad um big big sad Mm -hmm. but it does give us some really great harry hermione friendship moments Mm -hmm. um like the whole he had no idea what to say to her he was just wondering whether there was any chance that she had not noticed ron but she that she had merely left the room because the party was a little too rowdy when she said in an unnaturally high-pitched voice ron seems to be enjoying the celebrations Mm. just sad and then uh, obviously a pug no Ooh. um <laughs> with the birds to run and she's very physical <laughs> yeah yeah oh man um so yeah 
that's that's what I got. Oh man, my turn now. Yeah. How did I do time wise? Okay, not too bad. Not too shabby. Minutes. Not too shabby. Not an hour and forty you, minutes. You beat me to it. Dang it. I also feel like I'm a long winded speaker. So, um, but Dumbledore has. I mean, so does Hermione. But I don't know. So I picked Remus Lupin. Who's surprised? No one. Okay, thought so. So he's not in book one. He's not in book two. So let's start a prisoner of Azkaban, right? Yes. So I just love his introduction that we get. You know, we've got Peeves singing Looney Loopy Lupin. Um, and Remus is just like cool, calm, collected, right? And like all the students are like, what's he going to do? It's probably an old school song from back oh, in school days. for sure. You know what I mean? That's for what sure. I was saying. I was like, do you think that like Peeves is really happy that he's back? Probably because <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he has the same respect for Fred and George that he does like i'm sure it's the same for the marauders yeah you know like they're up to no good right yeah save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, and all the kids are like, oh, my God, like Peeves is teasing a teacher. And Remus is just like so cool about it. And, you know, shoots gum up his nose. And Dean is like, cool, sir. Cool, sir. <laughs> Which is just so amazing. I wonder if that's something he had done before. Yeah, for sure. I love the idea that he would have. I just love that like this, you know, Remus comes in, he's got shabby robes. He's the new guy on the block. Right. And mm-hmm. this like ain't earns so much respect from the kids. They instantly just like warm up to him. Plus they're like having their first real practical lesson. Cause we're not going to talk about Lockhart's lesson. Cause what was that? Um, another moment I really like is when he invited Harry to join him for tea when Ron and Hermione were in Hogsmeade without him. One, it's cool because, like, there's so much backstory we don't know from, like, I mean, he could have been Uncle Remus, right, back mm-hmm, in the day, mm-hmm. but it just didn't pan out that way. So, like, Harry has no idea the connection <sighs> that they actually have. Could you imagine, though, that, like, had Petunia been a decent person, she could have allowed Remus to have a relationship with Harry his whole entire childhood? true like there's no reason why he couldn't have been a part of harry's life besides the fact that petunia didn't seem to care that any of lily or james's family or friends had anything to do with harry for his entire life yeah nor would she have ever like sought that out yeah you know like she didn't even know i mean yes sirius was imprisoned but she didn't know hate about her (laughs) she really doesn't have any thing that redeems her in my opinion no we no. talked about that a little bit with Ez, and we were like yeah petunia is just so like irredeemable she had an opportunity and she yeah. squandered it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i could say some choice words about her <sighs> but this is a kid friendly podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to court it's a word that we describe amarantha sometimes <laughs> mm, yeah <Ooh. laughs> Don't listen to court kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. Um, but I just think it's sweet that he tries. He has these moments with Harry because 
I'm sure at one time he envisioned a very different life mm. with Harry, with his yeah. friend's son, you know. Um, also, like, him agreeing to help Harry learn the Patronus charm against his better judgment because he's like, it's very advanced, blah, blah, blah. But he needed to learn it. This kid has real trauma in his past. And I think also at the end of the day, it was really just an opportunity to build a relationship with Harry yeah. more than anything. Like, even if Harry couldn't get it, it was an excuse to have one-on-one -on -one time with Harry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His too. best friend's kid. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. How, like... How do you not just like spill all of that? Like anytime it's brought up and I'm sure I'm pretty sure I have a bunch of this in here, but like anytime James is brought up, Harry's like, wait, like, did you know him? And he's like, we were, we were friends and like, just like goes over it. Like doesn't like brushes it off. Like talk to him. Tell him how <laughs> close of friends you were. <laughs> Please talk. But I think feel worthy. that plus like the whole serious thing, he just like kind of wants to shut that down because I think he's like very grateful that Dumbledore has him there and doesn't want to like yeah. look suspicious because he's not. He's not in cahoots with Sirius at this point in time. Right. He probably doesn't know how to talk about the whole situation either because like if he tells how do you explain Harry that? how close he was to James, Harry's going to ask a million questions. About Sirius, yeah. Maybe and, he's like, not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, he gets there eventually. And then he doesn't. Can't die. Harry uh, does eventually understand their relationship. But yeah, obviously doesn't have as much time as he could have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is when Harry and Remus are talking about Dementors and like... I think Remus is describing like what they do, like a Demetrius kiss. Mm -hmm. Harry sat stunned for a moment at the idea of someone having their soul sucked out through their mouth. But then he thought of Black. He deserves it, he said suddenly. You think so, said Lupin lightly. Do you really think anyone deserves that? Yes, said Harry defiantly, for, for some things. He would have liked to have told Lupin about the conversation he'd overheard about Black and the three broomsticks, about Black betraying his mother and father, but it would have involved revealing that he'd gone to Hogsmeade without permission, and he knew Lupin wouldn't be very impressed by that. He would have. But think if, <laughs> right, think if he had this conversation, it would yeah. have forced what we were just talking about, mm -hmm. and he would have had, I mean, I guess he could have shut it down, but like this could have opened up so much. It's crazy when you're reading a book series, like, the, or, like when you're reading any book series or watching any tv show or like just basically taking in a story in whatever way you want to take in a story how big little decisions can be and it is kind of scary to think about in real time life too. yes exactly you're like look at how this cannonballed like in this story that i'm taking in let's think about like real time life and like we talk, <laughs> me and you talk about that all the time, right? About how like our lives just happen to intertwine in the right way, and like to meet, yeah. And like you know, we found our soulmate, and then we talk about my leg. Like I made a decision to play soccer, <laughs> and it led to the, you it's know what I mean? It's like like a whole year plus of our lives, right? It's like, just like it can vary in yeah. its like drasticness. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And it's, yeah, it's in stories that we read. It's a real like, time life. In reality, like you hurting your leg, like what other things led to it becoming weak enough right. to get injured? Who knows? Was it your decision to start running? Was it like, who knows? You know, was I mean, it our like, was it, I just read library. Was it, here. was it the elevator? Our breaking? apartment, not <laughs> having a working elevator and having right. to go up 
you know, to the fourth floor a million times and moving out and everything. Who knows? Just insane. Yeah, everything. It's crazy. (sighs) Okay. Also, when he covers up for Harry, when Harry gets caught by Malfoy and Snape, when he snuck into Hogsmeade, this in the book, like it does not translate in the movie the same way it does in the book. I remember reading in the book when Harry's like, he's got a stitch in his side. His lungs are on fire because he's racing back in that tunnel to try and get back in time to beat Malfoy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Snape finds him like dude is sweaty, panting, muddy hands, pockets full of Zonko stuff. And you know what I mean? Like clearly guilty and yet somehow gets out of it. (laughs) So good. But he sticks up for him and he, I mean, he tells him he's not going to do it again because you know, you're gambling, your parents sacrifice, on and on. He puts him in his place. Yeah. But I like that he like he doesn't have the relationship he should have with Harry, but it's still there in a way. There's still a connection. Um, and then his obstacle course final exam. What other teacher has ever done this? So I'm just going to read like a little blurb about it. Professor Lupin had compiled the most unusual exam any of them had ever taken, a sort of obstacle course outside in the sun where they had to wade across a deep peddling pool containing a grindolo, across a series of potholes full of red cra- <laughs> red caps. I thought you were going to say red cra- I almost did. <laughs> squish their way through, squish their way across a patch of marsh while ignoring misleading directions from a hinky punk and then climb into an old trunk and battle with a new bogart. How cool of an exam is that? The coolest. I heard you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so cool. Like you got Starbucks too. Yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Put it in my fridge. No ice. It's a hack from Michael Disney. Nice. I've done that him. before. He's on a Disney cruise right now. In yeah, Alaska. I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Alaska. Yeah, he and his husband went on a... Okay. Uh, I'm sure Disney paid for it. <laughs> they absolutely did. <laughs> I also had to put eye drops in. My contacts stink. I'm sorry. They're so, sorry. like, probably old. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're my last pair, though, so I'm like, come on, babies. Anywho. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's definitely the coolest exam that, like, they've ever done. Lupin's exam is sweet. It's kind of his style, right? That's how yeah. he started the year off. Practical. Yeah. It's, which I would He's learn such a good teacher. so well that way. Yeah. I do not learn by just... Lecture. Being told yeah. or just reading. Like, I need to do the thing. Yeah. See, I've realized that the way that I learn best is when I see somebody do it. Yes, that also And helps. then I then do it. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to do that. Um, I mean, obviously, as a teacher, I try to do a bunch of different learning styles. So I've been trying to, like, yeah, um, it's kind of a, a method called, like, I do, we do, you do. That's yep. That's Watch me. Well. We do it together. You do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the entire story of Mooney Wormtail, Petfoot, and Prongs, which made me l- literally like, if I wasn't, I was already in love with the series, but that made me absolutely fall in love with the entire series. It's just like there's so many layers to it. So much comes to light. It's the story no one would ever believe, but yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I always have really big sad feels at the end of this book. Like, yeah. legitimately sad feels whenever I have to read him leaving. Because, like, one, it's a sucky situation. Like, he was outed. On and on. Plus, like, he's my favorite character and he leaves and I don't know when this see him again. I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that got I, yeah, there. Yeah, I was highlighting it. I was like, that's not... Or- prisoner nope we'll just uh he's not in goblet at all is he no i don't think so he's mentioned a couple times but just as like i think ha- that, in harry's head i think that lets you know that he was going through it i know post snape tells you it's such a good year yeah <sighs> yeah you have a good year and then and you're making money you have a decent job you're back in your one of your favorite places ever you find out your best friend's like not actually a murderer but then you mm-hmm. find out your other one's a piece of garbage and then everything falls apart mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh i like what meredith said in the chat harry and lupin would have had so many sweet weekend moments where he could have heard stories about his dad and i think it would have been healing and for mama lupin. yeah mm-hmm. Because, you know, he loved her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's go. No! <laughs> I'd much rather have Remus ask to look at Harry's eyes than Snape, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. What a weird way to say that. <laughs> I did not know what you were talking about at first. And I was like, What? <laughs> Look uh, at Harry's eyes. God. Anyway. Anyway. So no goblet, but then in order, we see him again, which I was like freaking stoked when he showed up to yeah. pick Harry up from the Dursleys, which that's not I don't, I don't know if that's I was surprised. Movie. It was like, oh, that's the team who's come. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. And like Harry's like genuinely shocked and happy to see him. Yeah. Um, he sticks up for Harry at Grimmauld Place while also trying to keep the peace with Molly between Molly and Sirius and like how much information Harry should know. He's kind of like he's like me where he'd be like in the middle, like he should know some stuff, but not everything. Um, he also sees Harry off to school and like, yes, it's part of the order, but I could like see him having done this if things weren't the way they ended up being. Yeah. Um, then the memory scene, which is used to be my favorite ever chapter ever, but like, you know, now as an adult, it's just, you know, a little problematic, but I love seeing glimpses of the like nice parts of the Marauders. So like when it's just them, not the bullying part. Um, and of course, like this is one of my favorite quotes. So Sirius says, did you like question 10 Mooney? And he says, loved it. Give five signs that identify the werewolf. Excellent question. (laughs) Do you think you managed to get all the signs? Said James in in tones of mock concern think i did said lupin seriously as they joined the crowds thronging around the front doors eager to get out onto the sunlit grounds one he's sitting in my chair (laughs) two he's wearing my clothes three his name's remus lupin love it it's just so funny those parts are great when they're little buttheads to other people Mm. and remus doesn't do anything about it not cool yeah um but this friends mm -hmm. (laughs) this leads to like harry being like my dad was awful. I need to talk to his friends about it. And he like calls them via flu. And they're just like, this is wizard zoom. Like, have a zoom meeting. Please? It is like wizard zoom. <laughs> Everybody's here. Fireplaces. <laughs> it's definitely oh FaceTime. It's definitely FaceTime. It yeah. is. <laughs> it's 
hilarious. Um, but Harry's all like, my dad was awful. Like, why was he doing this? And they're just sitting there like reminiscing about the old days, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. He used to ruffle up his hair. Oh, yeah. He used to do that thing with the snitch. And they're like, he was 15, Harry. And Harry's like, I'm 15. Like, what the hell does make any sense? Yeah. Um, Valid, uh, Harry. Valid. You're right. Mm. Your dad was a jerk. <laughs> um, when he spends time with the werewolf who shared Mr. Weasley's St. Mungo's room. I thought yeah, that was cute. Because, like, Mr. Weasley has all these people around him and then this poor guy all alone. And he just, like, goes over there to talk to him. Yeah. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not a favorite part, but you have to call it out when he has to hold a Harry back at the ministry. Ah, Katie. I know. There's a moment where like it describes his voice breaking, and Mm. I think it's terrible. I think too that that's a way to hold himself back as well. Yeah. I mean, it's the love of his life that possibly just died. (laughs) That I can agree with. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like, I think I think you're right. Like he, as much as he's holding back, I think he's holding on to Harry so he also doesn't break. Yeah. And Harry's now his only all he has left person left in connection with that that group. Yeah. Yep. Yikes. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Down. <laughs> this episode is favorite moments, Katie. Sorry. Not Happy. Most sad. Sorry. Well, when you talk about Remus, there's gonna be sad. Okay? Yeah, I don't think you can talk about him in like just happy moments. So Half Blood Prince, Harry, I think they're at the burrow, and he's arguing his point about Snape helping Malfoy. Uh, Has it occurred to you, Harry? Said Mr. Weasley that Snape was simply pretending, pretending to offer help so he could find out what Malfoy's up to. Said Harry quickly. Yeah, I thought you'd say that, but how do we know? It isn't our business to know. Said Lupin unexpectedly. It's Dumbledore's business. Dumbledore trusts Severus, and that ought to be good enough for all of us. But, said Harry, just say just say Dumbledore's wrong about Snape. People have said it many times. It comes down to whether or not you trust Dumbledore's judgment. I do. Therefore, I trust Severus. And Harry is just, like, absolutely flabbergasted that Remus also isn't, like, holds no grudge against Snape for outing him. Third year. He says the news would have leaked out anyway, but he could have wreaked so much worse damage on me by tampering with my potion. He kept me healthy. I must be grateful. But you're also allowed to have your meals. I think that the thing with that situation (laughs) is that Remus learned about holding grudges in an awful way with Sirius and how, well, not holding grudges per se, but like believing the worst about someone Someone. without like he lost he lost how many years of friendship because he didn't trust his friend you know but also but also we should not be like oh he wrecked part of my life Mm -hmm. but i should be grateful because he didn't kill me i know okay that's all i have i know (laughs) <laughs> tiff just pushed the microphone away <laughs> she's done <laughs> no I, I get but but also like remus is just like such a damaged person that like by no means am i saying it's okay what I snape did but not. like it just annoys me i think that that is why a lot because he just thinks about his own regrets and like he doesn't want to do that again but what snape did was awful 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I realized that he couldn't have had that position right at the school yeah. because of the curse like i get that but like why can't we do this a different way i know why couldn't he have just said okay i did my year i'm done and then now we can like go back into the order and do work there and i just uh... <coughs> mm-hmm. i don't think i said words i just grumbled we all understood Valid. Mm-hmm. um okay so then i think they're still at the borough and remus is talking about or no i'm not the borough yes the borough oh my god Remus is talking about how he's underground with the werewolves and how, like, he's trying to explain it to Harry about how they believe the group of werewolves thinks that, like, they need to revenge themselves on normal people. And Harry goes, but you are normal. You've just got a a problem. (laughs) And this this makes him burst out laughing. And he says, sometimes you remind me a lot of James. He called it my furry little problem in company. Many people were under the impression that I owned a badly behaved rabbit. It's just ridiculous. Rabbit. It's another little window into the the old days and Wait the life they had. Who was a rabbit, Patronus? Luna? Luna. Luna. What was Lily's, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I wonder what Lily's was before. Like, would we ever know, though? Because you usually. Would she ever cast She one? probably never cast it, yeah. you know? I think it'd be a fox. If it was a rabbit, that could mean that she was destined to be with Remus. True. What's this, because what's, he has a furry little problem. What's the symbolism of a rabbit? And that's very specific because, like, furry little problem could be Remus. Kendra said, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." <laughs> Kendra, Kendra in the chat says, "Why rabbit?" If someone had said furry little problem, I'd think of a dog. Also, yeah. same. Serious. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, or a cat. I would go cat or dog. Before I, would I would say dog rabbit. just because dogs are cats more are loud. Furry, Tiffany. No, dogs are just more loud. <laughs> in why why in Christianity rabbit rabbits represent rebirth and resurrection? Oh, because of Easter. I don't think that's right. What website? <laughs> As a Christian, I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> Fertility, luck, and creativity. Oh, I need a charger. Oh my god, I'm recording. I need to record. You need to record? You need to record. Plug it in right there. Hurry! Oh my god! Okay. Uh, This is more sad stuff. Sorry. Uh, but he has... Why are the, these favorite moments, Kate? They're not... I don't know. I didn't, what did you do? Why are you talking about them? Okay, then I'm done. Oh. Weep womp. <laughs> <laughs> to Dumbledore's death is on this list. I said Why has- is it a favorite? <laughs> I said he has the first reaction. I was trying to think of big moments. I didn't understand this, the assignment. <laughs> My favorite moment. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Oh my god. You can keep going. Wow. No. Oh wait, this is a favorite moment. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. He tries not to give in to Tox's affections, but then they're holding hands later at the end of the book. And I thought, yay, give in to it. Can't help him so. (laughs) Oh, my God. I need to stop talking now. (laughs) Before I say more (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand you, (laughs) Sean. I did, but I just went off on this own little string of tangents. All right. Give me some lightning bolts. Um, okay, Cassie asks, we actually talked about this a little bit with Ezra too. Uh, do we think Crookshanks was the Potter's cat? 
No. I think it may have been discredited. It's a cute... But it's cute. Yeah, it's a cute idea. Yeah. Okay. I like this other one from Cassie. Rita or Marietta? Which is worse? Marietta's worse. You think so? Yeah, she's not going to keep Rita in imprisonment forever. But she literally kidnapped somebody. I think somebody. Rita's worse. She deserved it. <laughs> and Marietta didn't? We're going to talk about this I later. I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> The Hufflepuff said that. (laughs) Oh my! I think Rita's worse. I think it's definitely more questionable legally. (laughs) She wasn't gonna keep her forever. She still kidnapped her. She put her in a jar temporarily (laughs) for a while, though. She needed to be contained. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) I don't know what to say. There's literally no right answer to any of no, this. This not. is like ethics class. <laughs> I know. It's true. There's literally no, because there's always a but or a what about. Yeah. There's no. Mm. Katie did just pick a side. I though. did. That was fairly easy for my brain for some reason. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. I don't like any of it, to be honest. <laughs> I wish Hermione wouldn't have made any of these choices. Uh, okay. Sam asks, Hermione being both judge and jury to Rita with the jar, what would you have done differently? What? Who asked that? Sam. Gosh! What was the question saying again? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Hermione being both judge and jury to Rita Skeeter mm. with the jar. Yeah. What would you have done differently? I wouldn't have kidnapped a person. <laughs> I would have probably um, scooped her up in my little hannies and put her put her in Dumbledore's <laughs> and said, this is your person. Mm. She should not have handled that herself. Yeah. She yeah, should have wrong. consulted an she adult. She should have consulted Dumbledore. Yes. I will say I probably still would have put her in a jar and taken her to Dumbledore. I wouldn't have she brought have her on the cha- on the train with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would have put her in a jar in that sense, which I guess is still kidnapping. Uh, but I would have put her in a jar and I would have taken her to Dumbledore. Or I don't know if that's actually what I would have done. That's probably the right thing to do. But I don't know if that's what I, I, I would have went to somebody who is in higher authority than me. I probably wouldn't have kidnapped her at all, but I would have um, reported her to the ministry for being an animagus. Because there's, yeah. if there's a spell to make you go from animagus form back to human, there's got to be a spell to force you to go to force animagus to prove it, right? Yeah. yeah. I probably would have, but then I guess maybe I would have had to consult an adult so that the ministry believes me because I was a child. an adult. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, consult. So I guess maybe adult. I would have gone to Dumbledore and been like, report this. She's an unregistered animagus. I would have 100% I would have wanted her reported it. Or I would have like, under a pseudoname, written an article and submitted it to the Daily Prophet. <laughs> they wouldn't have reported it. They that's love true. Rita. That's true. <laughs> she sells oh, their papers. Yeah. All right, we're going to do two more. Uh, what, Marguerite, what kind of tea does Remus drink? Fun question. Hmm. I think he likes a good herbal tea. Mm-hmm. I think he's an herbal tea guy. Yeah, I'm going to say green tea for energy. He's always feeling down. Mm, that's good, too. Love green tea. Okay. And last one. 
Um, <laughs> Sam's a chocolate chai tea with cocoa nibs. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> K- oh, this is an interesting one. Katie T asked, do you think students could use the flu... Um, the flu head talking thing <laughs> to talk to their parents if they're like homesick. I would hope so. Like, do you yeah, think that like so the the common rooms like they can utilize those to like contact? I mean, they were open for forever. Yeah, they were only closed because of Umbridge, right? But they, but they're. Hmm. I don't. Remember. I feel like that they definitely. Were, they were monitored. Yeah, under Umbridge. Right. So yeah, I would assume. That, I would think yeah. Hers was the only one that wasn't monitored. Yeah, that's right. That's why they went there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me your fan story, Kate. That's good. Okay. I went in and grabbed one that came just a couple days ago. Ooh. Right? So this is a 2023 exclusive from Nella, which their name is Daniela. And I thought it was really cute that Nella is what they go by. That's adorable. Very cute. Hi, Katie, Megan, and Tiffany. My name is Nella. I'm a huge Potterhead. And as I am writing this, I'm sitting in the nine and three quarter King's Cross Potter Cafe in Hongdae in South Korea. I may have said that city wrong. What better place to write? What better place to write you? There is a perfect three broomstick style cafe. Hogwarts ish music running and even butterbeer. That's amazing. Plus, I am now all caught up with your podcast episodes. I'm currently traveling. Usually I live in Zurich, Switzerland. What? You're so cool. Amazing. I want to go to Switzerland. I want to go to all the places. And South Korea. (laughs) First, I wanted to thank you ladies so much for all the time and effort you put into Swish and Flick podcast. I can only... I can only fathom how much go how much work goes into it, and I am celebrating how it has grown and the lovely community you created. Mm-hmm. My Potter story began when I was 13 years old. Uh, that's when the first book of the series was published. It was thanks to my mom, who worked at a library, that I knew about Harry Potter right from the start. I remember she showed me a newspaper clipping announcing the Philosopher's Stone, and I commented, this will be super popular. Was I a seer? <laughs> Tiff comes to mind here. Maybe you can guess what. <laughs> Always since the first book was released, I was excitedly looking forward to the next one and the day when I could finally get my hands on it. I read the first three books in German and then switched to English, switched to the English originals. Of course, they are much better than any translation could ever be. (laughs) The stories and characters of the Potterverse have shaped not only my teenage years, but to this day, I'm discovering something new and worthwhile. And I found you guys. I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Out of the series, Luna is my favorite character, I guess because I'm a little bit like her and even somewhat look like her. But most of all, I love the lesson she teaches, how important it is to create your own path in life and do what is best for you without caring too much what others might think. In the past, I wasn't always following this lesson. I wanted to be liked more than being true to myself. This is never a good idea, but it is especially difficult for me because I am very creatively inclined. I've grown up to be proud of who I am, my abilities, and I even think being somewhat unconventional in this world is a great thing, just like Luna. Yes, totally. I am probably not surprising when you've come this far with my story, a Ravenclaw. <laughs> my wand is pearwood with dragon heartstring. Pearwood? Yeah, that's cool. Ah. 11 and a half inches, unbending, and my Patronus is a Russian blue cat. Those are beautiful. I gotta look that up. Cat love 100% shared over here with Megan and Katie. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing my story. I hope it has, like so many oh. Potter stories before, touched the heart of someone out there. Lots of love and don't let the Mongols get you down. Mm-hmm. Nella. 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 Can you please send us some pictures of that cafe or share with us your Instagram so that I can see them? (laughs) (laughs) Truly. That sounds so amazing. 
also like i don't know i just i really like the story it gave me happy vibes those yeah. kitty cats are cute that it's your aren't uh, they patrona they're so pretty yeah i really want one of those or an all black cat they're next wiki keys yeah my sister has an all black one tiffany stop you've seen those stop. cats they're kikis i also yeah cassie in the chat says i love the name nella i think that's a beautiful name i love your name too <laughs> who wants a chicken joke yes wait hold on nella thank you for your story i'm sorry i got really excited about a rooster joke? It's, mm, it's a rooster what do you call a rooster who wakes you up at the same time every morning an a alarm jerk. clock <laughs> an alarm <laughs> clock <laughs> a jerk <laughs> don't you wake me up <laughs> somebody posted the rooster from robin hood the animated one so good oh my gosh okay if you would like to follow us all on social media, you can find myself and Katie on Instagram and TikTok at the Peaches Family and Tiffany on Instagram and TikTok at TiffSwish underscore flick. Yes. So I think we're going to talk. We're going to say um, one of the following. Either what we're reading, what we're playing video game wise or what we're watching. Yeah. OK. Playing. Tears of the Kingdom. Shocked. Best video game I've ever played in my life. Better than Hogwarts Legacy. I said it. I'm not ashamed. I will say it every day until the end of time. And I asked her Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. And Breath. immediately it was Tears, Tears of the, the Kingdom. Kingdom. No thought. Mm -hmm. It is. It's like it. And I can say that because. No spoilers, but it's like Breath of the Wild, but enhanced yeah a million times over. It's new, you know new technology they had well and it's the same <clears throat> it's the same world but it's not okay i don't know i don't want to say anything because you're going to yeah. play i am did you say you were gonna play this weekend i did is that what it was it's not over yet because especially it's a long <laughs> weekend so i also have tomorrow <laughs> Tiffany, I love you so much. <laughs> Sunday at 10.37 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I am reading slash listening to Remarkably Bright Creatures because I finally got it back from the library <laughs> after I lost it and then didn't know where I was in it. I'm trying to reorient myself with the story because I didn't have it for a few weeks, um, but I'm still enjoying it. And also I am still playing Disney Dreamlight Valley and I am really liking it. I have come to the point in the game, though, where I have like done all of the main storyline that's out right now. Um, I just need to continue to like level up my friendships to get new quests. So... And there's supposed to be an update coming out in June, so there'll be more so soon. released soon. So Basically tomorrow. I, I wonder what characters are going to come. Guess what? Maybe you shouldn't find out. Guess what? I really want Cinderella. Great. Uh, what if you could have Gus and Jack? That'd, That'd be, be so, so small, cute. though. Like Buzz and Woody walking around, they're tiny. Well, they're Remy, isn't it? And he's, he's really hard to find. <laughs> I'm like, Remy, where are you? All right. I am reading Assassin's Blade. Yeah. I'm maybe like a fourth or a third away through. I was going to say you're about a third of the way through it. How many, um, how many more do you have? A billion. Uh, Queen of Shadows. 
Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, and so Kingdom of Ash. Thick girls. Basically, okay. I have to she's read gonna, the New York phone book She's about to be halfway left. through. Yeah. They just get thicker. Yeah. Uh, and I'm playing Pokemon Soul Silver because, you know, why not? I like to play old games. Every Tiffany's now. like, you should also play Breath of the Wild. I could see that look in her eyes. She wants to tell you that. <laughs> I also have an extra <laughs> copy of Tears of the Kingdom that I will let you buy from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh there was no bingo no if Gryffindor didn't win today I will lose my mind Kendra's like can the host just randomly yell out bingo tiles yeah Kendra what do you need I'll, no. I'll, I'll slither now no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's funny Ohio um. oh my god <laughs> Get out of town. Etsy. That doesn't count. <laughs> Etsy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Where are we in the house cup? Also, I have to add in trivia points. And I think yeah. I've decided that I'm really going to bulk up the top three. You guys are going to get a lot of points. I just want to change it up, you know? Okay. I think it's going to be a thousand points for first place. Five hundred. 750 for second and 500 for third wow i mean why not i don't i mean it's our it's our podcast we do <laughs> you know and that and like going forward that's what we'll do but i think that i think it should be like a lot you know it should it's, be a that lot. was a hard that was hard cassie said participation points should be 250 i'm fine with that i'm fine with that i don't remember what we made it last time but yeah we can i mean I mean, it's a big deal to show up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Participation 250. Yeah, smile. I'm down for that. Okay. Done, guys. Woo! Thanks for the idea. 250 to participate in trivia. It, it that was quiz was so <laughs> It was extremely hard. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Amy Lou, I'm cool with it. Amy you got are... bingo. No, she didn't. But then I told, I guess you said Ohio first. I don't know. I want to be out of this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know this. what's going on. Marty asked me what I wanted from Target, and I started rattling off things. And he's like, "No, you asked for something sp specific, and now I can't remember what I said." Oh, that's the worst. I don't know what I said. Oh, rubber gloves for washing dishes. Rubber gloves. Nope, Sam. I'm not picking a side this time. I do not want to be involved. I'd like to be. Remove from this narrative, please. Excused from this narrative. Thank you. That episode's coming out where you have to pick sides. Yeah, it's going to be real fun. Just kidding. It will be fun. Some of them are going to be really easy for you because I was answering them in my head for you as I was doing it. <laughs> Thanks. I was like, yeah. she's going to say this. She's going to say this. <laughs> All right. So what are the what are the things? The standings. Oh. Mm -mm -mm -mm. This is before trivia, just so everybody knows. I'm going to put that in later today. Um, Ravenclaw is in first with 12,423. Hufflepuff's in second with 11,862. Slytherin's in third with 11,825. And Gryffindor's in fourth with 10,585. So participation in trivia could change all of those. Oh my God. We'll and see. I just want to look at Tiffany and say there were a lot of Gryffindors there. So, 
Steve Cripps, like last recording, <laughs> showed like, up today. Yeah. He showed up today. I'm Not really too proud. long ago, I don't remember who it was, but they're like, Bro, I guess we should just give up. And we're like, No, Gryffindors, don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are, you guys have been showing up. It's the last awesome. day for the House Cup is going to be the end of June. I've decided we're just going to have it go through the end of June. Um, we'll announce the winner July 1st and we'll start it fresh at the first recording in July. For the Perfect. next year. Oh my god, I can't believe it's been a year of tallying points. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because it felt mm-hmm. it, when we started we it, I was like, that's summer. gonna be a while. Yeah. Holy moly. It's been really fast. Love it. <laughs> CJ, I literally joined Discord to help with the house guys. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, I don't think you're gonna want golf scores because I think that Gryffindor might I, I think know. Gryffindor might get a ton of points because of trivia. So we'd love this. <sighs> All right. Okay. This one's for the Gryffindors, sure, I think, because sure. uh, they were Every dominating the chat. Every character was a Gryffindor. Oh my gosh, you're right. Tiffany. This is for the lions. All right, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. i guess you better talk fast (laughs) and this episode is sponsored by (laughs) i was gonna say shana we think it's shana my brain was like shana (laughs) say it Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.